Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It is early in the morning. I'm recording this on Tuesday, the 24th of January, 2023. You're going to hear it on Wednesday. I've been using Wednesdays and Thursdays as sort of um, float days for the podcast. I try to record uh, Tuesdays with Tata on the weekends. I um, try to get Mind Change Monday done on Sunday. Um, and then on self-brain surgery Saturday, I usually record in real time on Saturdays. And then the Friday conversations that you hear are usually recorded weeks in advance. So I'm trying to, to get to where I've got one to two weeks of content ahead, just in case something happens or get called in or whatever. And so in so doing, I've been using Wednesdays and Thursdays to bring you older stuff, repackaged older stuff for a purpose um, a lot of times. So when I do a, a wild card Wednesday or way back Wednesday, throwback Thursday, something like that. The purpose of it is to find some valuable content that has not been available for a while because after um, after 30 days, old stuff gets archived and only paid subscribers have access to it. So if you're not a paid subscriber, then some of these episodes you've either never heard before or you haven't heard them in a long time when they were publicly available. So since I've got a, an archive now of almost 600 episodes, I, I, that that content becomes stuff I can use later on. So you're going to hear this episode that I'm about to play is one of my favorites. We released it back in season six, uh, episode two of season six, and, and I just called it "Everything's Going to Be All Right." Decide that everything's going to be all right. And the reason I decided to record that episode is I'd heard an old song by Eddie Bradford, uh, Eddie Ruth Bradford, who was a, a gospel singer, beautiful voice. And she had this old song called, I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. And it's because Jesus is going to make it all right, is what she's saying. But that turns out to be really solid neuroscience. Like hope, as I've told you, and I just wrote a whole book about hope being the first dose of the treatment plan that's going to help you find hope when all seems lost, when the massive thing comes. Hope is the is the unifying thread. If we had a, a string theory like the quantum physicists had of how everything ties together in my life, it's all about hope. We have this hope of the resurrection. We have this hope that Jesus came to give us an abundant life. We have this hope that we have the the ability to change our brains and literally do brain surgery on ourselves to, to make our brains behave in a way that will help us navigate the world in a more hopeful, positive, and possible way as opposed to the natural negative state that drives us down into catastrophization and, and, and worst-case scenarios and all that. And in thinking about that this morning when I was deciding what to bring you for Wild Card Wednesday tomorrow, I ran across a quote from Anthony Hopkins, the actor who played Hannibal Lecter in The Silence of the Lambs, which, you know, Anthony Hopkins is a tremendous actor if you've ever seen him. Uh, but it turns out, I didn't know this, but he was an alcoholic, and he's been sober for over 40 years now. And he gave a talk um, on Instagram. I just ran across it randomly. It showed up in my feed. And he was talking about um, when he was drinking that he was kind of consumed and overwhelmed with anxiety all the time. And he said what he figured out is that today is the tomorrow that you were so worried about yesterday. Today is the tomorrow you were so worried about yesterday. And what that made me think of was Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount. When he said, don't worry, your heavenly Father knows all the stuff that you need. Don't worry about tomorrow. Every day has enough trouble of its own, right? And so we can we can spend a lot of today worrying about what we did or didn't do yesterday or worried about what might or might not happen tomorrow. And we forget that today is the gift. This is the day that the Lord has made and everything's going to be all right. If we just trust him, 
He says, hey, I've overcome the world. I came that you might have an abundant life. And yeah, you're going to have some troubles. Someday you're going to die. There's a disease out there that's going to be the end of you. So something's going to happen. But all through that story, I've got you. I'm walking right beside you. I've got a plan for you, right? So if we can hold on to that, that'll clear away the doubt and the fear and the anxiety and the stress and allow us to make decisions based on what's the right step for me to take in this moment at this time so that this day can be what it's supposed to be. Everything's going to be all right. This song, or this episode rather, works through Psalm 116, which my, my good friend Tommy Walker recorded a song, that he wrote a song called I Love the Lord that was based on Psalm 116. We're going to sing that. We're going to have that. We're going to have a song from our, our friend Paul Balash. We're going to have Eddie Ruth Bradford's song. Everything's going to be all right. And we're just going to talk about this decision that we can make about deciding that it's going to be okay. There's going to be a way to navigate this where we can control the narrative of how this story gets told. You can't decide necessarily how long you get to live. You can't prevent the cancer or the or the bad actions of another person or the economy crashing or pandemic developing. You can't prevent those things. But you can decide how you are going to respond and how you are going to behave and how you are going to live and whether or not you are going to give up hope. Are you going to be the one that walks into that gas chamber devastated because of what other people have done to you or as our friend um the great writer victor frankel said are you going to walk into that gas chamber upright with the lord's prayer on your lips now hopefully none of us ever have to actually literally walk into a gas chamber but you're going to walk into something in your life that's difficult and the question is is it going to be a disaster for you or are you going to have the lord's prayer on your lips you're going to decide to find and fight for hope to, to work through all that stuff and be able to look at Jesus and say, you know what? I know you got a plan. I know you have a purpose. I know that even if this is the moment that my life on this earth is going to end, I'm going to let you tell a story with me that's going to be beneficial to other people. And I'm going to trust your promises that you've got a plan for me that's better and bigger than this moment. So we're going to do this. We're going to head into this episode, decide everything's going to be all right. And we're going to start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you'd like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It's dark outside. It's early. Um, I've been dealing with Psalm 116 in my quiet time and prayer time. There's so much going on in Psalm 116. Um, it's the song from which Tommy Walker took um, inspiration and wrote his song, I Love the Lord, which I'll play for you now. We declare that he's faithful. We declare that he's powerful and mighty and miracle working. 
and that he's full of grace and full of love, we declare those things and we remind the enemy of those things and we remind ourselves and the person next to us and we sing these great attributes of God over our lives. Amen? And then God fights our battles for us. This is from Psalm 116. I love the Lord. He heard my desperate cry for mercy. I love the Lord. He heard my voice. He heard my cry. He turned his ear when I called for mercy. He heard my cry. Try it. for the nations can sing it louder come on say goodness, Lord. Oh, when my soul finds rest, for he is come to save me. Oh, my cry he turned his ear when I call for mercy yeah 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 he heard my cry come on for me is good yeah for he is good I'm for he is good 
song love gospel music um and th- that song basically this verse is he's saying i am saying i'm greatly afflicted i'm saying everybody's lying to me he's dealing with the reality that negative hard things are happening but at the same time he's remembering that he trusts the lord so all this stuff is going on everybody's lying everything's hard he's de- literally in physical danger but he also knows that he can trust the lord this is two things being true at the same time so he's not, he's stressed out and he's worried, but he's not despondent because he knows the Lord is there. And his response to all of that is this, what shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. I found this passage from Dane Ortland. Dane Ortland, of course, recently on the podcast, he sent me a copy of a new book that he had in the Lord I Take Refuge. It's a work through every psalm. It's just a beautiful devotional book. I'll put a link in the show notes. But here's this is a little passage he wrote about Psalm 116. Does the Bible try to lift you out of your real life, your life in which pain is so pervasive that at times you can think of nothing except life's difficulties? Does the Bible try to bring you into a softer reality than the one you're immersed in? Does the Bible minimize or neglect adversity? Not at all. Verse 3, I suffered distress and anguish. Verse 6, I was brought low. Verse 8, tears. Verse 8, stumbling. Verse 11, alarm. The Bible is filled with utter realism, friend. The Bible does not teach that you are able to get out of your pain and into God the way that some other world religions might. The Bible teaches that God comes out of heaven and into your pain. Read that again. The Bible teaches that God comes out of heaven and into your pain. We do not come to God on the other side of pain, but God comes to us in our pain. Here's why. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. As a result, he meets us and delivers us. He may not remove the adversity, but he will keep and comfort the one who looks to him with a solace that transcends whatever is happening circumstantially all around him. We will then find ourselves wondering, what can I do? What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me in verse 12? Okay, here's the deal, friend. 
things are going to happen. It's going to be hard. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make the wrong decision. You're going to have a fight with your spouse. You're going to have all kinds of issues. Somebody's going to get cancer. You're going to, life's hard, right? It's hard. But you can know, you can trust in the Lord before you get to those things. And then you can then turn around and see how he's going to help you get through them. And at the end of the day, the only thing you have left is, what can I say but thank you? As Paul Velash said, we're going to finish with that song in a minute. What can I say but thank you? He says, what can I do for the Lord for all that he's done for me? How can, what can I render to him when he's done all these things for me? Let's pray. Father God. My heart is heavy this morning. I'm just, I'm just feeling a lot of life right now. And I know that my friend here's listening with us is too. Things are hard. The cords of death entangle us sometimes. But we trust you. We know that you're going to carry us through them. We got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Because it always has before. You've always carried us through. We're here today listening to this podcast because you've made us get through it. You've helped us get through it. And we're grateful, Father. What can we say but thank you for all that you've done for us? In this quiet moment this morning, before we get into our busy day, we just want to remember that although life is hard, you never tell us that we have to get it all right before we can come to you. You tell us that you'll get up out of your chair and come to us in our pain. And because of that, we know we can trust you this time and the next time and the time after that. And all we can say is thank you. We love you, God. We thank you. Please help my friend here to be able to work through whatever they're dealing with today and find their way to say, what can I say? But thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, here's Paul Belash. He's going to finish this thought about Psalm 116 by saying, what can I say? But thank you. Sunset's glory, amazing artistry across the evening sky. When I feel the mystery of a distant galaxy, it awes and humbles me to be loved by a God so high. What can I do?
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.